0: All my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kurt. Episode 63, man, we back in the building, man, each and every Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Twist our TV sets, Lockdown even Sports. Simulcasting on YouTube, Lockdown Devons Podcast, your search engines. I'm your host, Coach Defense. Alongside Coach Kurt, we are back off hiatus, man, and I'm here to tell you, I'm just going to sit back and wait. I'm not even going to preface it, I'm just going to let y'all know that the history of this podcast has been that if some reason we had to take a, a break in between podcasts, and have gone every week as if we don't give you content and deliver it <laughs> every week. You know the comedic and 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 the poetic and the charismatic talents that we have. A week off has been really, really, uh, really, really good. And y'all in for it? So I'm gonna tell you, I'm just gonna let you know that a week hiatus is never good for the masses. You know, we're just <laughs> banned from SEC, but we typically are in rare
1: for so I'm gonna right. let it happen. I'm just sitting back and let it happen. But Coach Curry, how you doing over there, brother? Hey, man, I'm feeling great. Happy to be back and uh, ready for us to go ahead and jump into this after being a week off and all the craziness that has happened, especially in the NBA. You oh, know man.
0: What I mean? Oh, man, it's, it's, it's rolling. And I, I'm, I'm here to tell you that we neither one nobody could have predicted this type, this level of drama. That's no. all I can say. The level no. of drama that has happened thus far, nobody could predict it. But it's good for the brand. I'll tell you that, man. It is good for the brand, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I called, but I called Boston in six. They almost got, they almost had it. They, all, they, they let game <laughs> slip away, they let it slip away. They kind of fell asleep on me. They could have closed it out, but right. Oh, uh, but hey, man, we get a game seven back in Boston, man, tomorrow afternoon. So I'm gonna be locked and loaded for that. Mm-hmm. So, man, speaking of that, man, let's get into it. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about these here, these here uh, NBA playoffs, the second round. So the first topic we're going to get into is our second round takeaways. And um, I, I believe we have two series that's closed out and two series that are still going on. we got Game 7's tomorrow uh, yeah. afternoon and evening. So let's talk about our takeaways from uh, the series that have been closed out first and foremost. So let's talk about the Heat and 76ers. And this is a hot-button topic uh, for multiple reasons. Um, I think that uh, we were kind of on the fence about what the 76ers would or wouldn't be uh, in right. regards to, uh, you know, Joel Embiid's health and James Harden's whatever he... Is at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, but um, you know, and then we just, I, you know, I know personally, I had confusion about what the Heat really is and who they are, what's their identity. You know, it's you know, I always struggle with teams that don't have, don't give me a clear cut identity. Right, I can I can identify that Boston and 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 Milwaukee. They're they're physical teams, right? And those defensive teams, they're physical teams. You know, and they they get down here on their about power. No, mm-hmm. so that's the Suns and the Warriors are finesse. Yep. You no, know, but. I just don't know what to make of the Heat, man. I really don't. So, what are your takeaways from the second round matchup between the 76ers and the Heat? And um, how do you think that series went?
1: Uh, my one takeaway is Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler have a very close friendship. And if uh Joel Embiid had his way, Jimmy Butler would still be with the 76ers right now, uh, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. i am just agreeing with you. Oh, uh James Harden has proved what I said all along, right? That it, it's it's like being it's like seeing someone who is dating and every date that they have or every relationship goes down in flames, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, it's not the other person. If every time you get into a situation, The situation doesn't go right. The one constant is you. I'm pretty certain that it's not the other situation or the other person. Right. If we look at the history and the breakdown of James Harden, at some point we really have to say, this is who he is, right? This is who and what he brings to a situation. And, and here's what I will say. Here's what I mean. He plays with, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard has a leave. Mm-hmm. He plays with Chris Paul. He runs Chris Paul out. Mm-hmm. Plays with Russell Westbrook. Gets rid of Russell Westbrook. Gets to Brooklyn. Has to end up getting out of Brooklyn. And now he's with Philadelphia. And the same thing that I stated and I feared ended up happening. When the playoffs happen, he's ready to step away and get to what's going to happen in two weeks. In three weeks, I guarantee anybody listening this watch his social media. He's either going to be in a strip club. (laughs) He's going to be on vacation Mm -hmm. or he's going to be out somewhere with, Other celebrities and athletes enjoying himself, no issues at all. Listen, we have to understand that he's he's over 30. Hmm. When you start getting to that, especially as an athlete, if you have not been a person that has cared about your body, if you have not been a person that is big into fitness and putting your the main thing that gets you longevity if you are not in that type of mindset that does those type of things you're not going to start when you get past 30. it's even harder yeah. to stay in to get in shape if mm-hmm. you're somebody that's cared about your body i.e a LeBron it's not as hard because you're basically maintaining because you've been doing it all your life right mm-hmm. but if you haven't been doing this all your life and it's just been off talent. When talent starts to decline, or when talent ends, if you haven't done the other things to keep talent available, you're going to see the decline happen faster. And so, here's what I'm gonna say is what I said earlier Joel Embiid was playing by himself as a superstar. I'm not talking about Maxi, Maxi yeah. did what he could, Maxi showed, and I'm not saying that every player has to cry, but when you look at Joel and when you look at Harden, right, and you look at the situation between Harden and and the the owner and all of that, and you start to see the things the way they are, it's playing out the way it's always played out, right? He wants to do what he wants to do, and here's what I'm gonna say about Philadelphia: if you hook your if you hook your hitch to Harden, you are going to go down in flames. He does not like the playoffs. He doesn't want to be in the playoffs. He wants to be a regular season MVP and a postseason subpar average player. He wants to be a postseason six man and a regular season MVP. Man. So what? Yeah. So what I saw in these series, and I'm gonna throw it over to you. So when you ask me what's my thoughts, I felt bad for Joel Embiid. You have your big man out there, less than 50%. He has a fractured bone in his face. He's dealing with a thumb injury. He's battling a knee injury, and he still comes back. He is somebody that said, okay, they keep talking about I'm not in good shape. My shape is, is hurting me. Let me get in shape so I can play a full season. He has proven that it means something to him, right? He said, I wanted him to take the shots. I wanted him to be aggressive. There is no way when you have control of the basketball that you only take two shots. But that has been James Harden's um, MO in Houston. When they was close to close the game out, he disappeared when he played with Chris Paul. He did not show up. There is no way you're telling me someone like James Harden becomes a dark skin, a brown skin, Ben Simmons. That's what we expect from Ben Simmons. We expect <laughs> He became a bearded Ben Simmons. We expect for Ben Simmons to only shoot two shots. Ben Simmons got destroyed in um uh, from us as analysts because he didn't shoot. He passed the ball. He gave the ball away in opportunities when he could have um scored how in the world does James Harden only take two shots not made took two Mm -hmm. shots please Mm -hmm. someone try to tell me that he's that's like a quarterback saying well I'm only gonna throw two passes and you're down by 21 and you're like oh I'm just gonna throw two passes for the second half that's Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm the quarterback He only took two shots. What in the world? So, again, I felt bad for Embiid because James Harden disappeared. But I'm not shocked. That's his M.O. That's now his character. This is not accidental. That's who he is. And if you are the 76ers, you brought in Harden to be a compliment, right? He only gave you one good game. Let's be honest. He only gave you one good game. This is a player that's not in shape. He doesn't care about being in shape. He doesn't look to be in shape. He looks like he played the the, the eighth member of the clumps. That's what he looks like, right? And you don't expect that from him, even in his worst day. How do you only take two shots? That is telling me, that is mean. You mean that because you have to consciously say, I'm not going to shoot. This is true, especially so, point guard. Yeah, yeah, and you can't tell me Miami Miami wasn't strapping like that. Miami wasn't defensively putting pressure on like that to deny him the basketball. He's the point guard. He's basically the guard with the basketball in his hands, and he only took two shots. Maxie's crying, yeah, right, crying because mm-hmm. you could not tell me no. There's no way you could look at that game and said Maxi didn't give each and everything he had. He, right, he came to play. You can't tell me looking at that game that Harden went out on his shield. He didn't. He did not at all. Right? Two shots. Again, that's unacceptable. And and again, um, Miami did what Miami did. Um, they played, they're the tough, hard nose. They're the if we was talking football terms, they're three yards and a cloud of dust, that's Miami, right? They're not gonna, they're not gonna wow you. They're not going to give you all kind of fancy, you know, golden state, you know, hype, hype, hypeness and motivation. They ain't there whooping no trick, but what they are doing is grinding each and every quarter. And that last play, when Jimmy Butler hit that three, that Mm. summed up the whole game. He out hustled two out of those players and one of them was James Harden. Yep. So. Mm. That's my take. Uh uh um James Harden didn't want to go to Eastern. He didn't want to go to the finals. He mm. didn't. He was ready for that to be over. And I'm not saying it's intentional, but it's you know, I'm not I'm not saying you're a prostitute. You got prostitute ways. You're prostitutish, right? And I'm not saying that he was intentional, <laughs> but it damn sure had intentional type of vibes to it. Right. So So constantly he
0: didn't want to, he didn't want to be there.
1: Oh yeah. What, what? That meant he had to stay. He he would have to deny going down to Miami or, or to Puerto Rico, wherever where he could throw, you know, the dollars he, that that would deny him. That means that he would have to keep coming out and playing basketball. No, he's ready to get into hibernation. He is a bearded grizzly bear. He wants to go into hibernation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Coach Curry came <laughs> out They had game <laughs> in
0: Like He came out firing. <laughs> oh, man, wow. Jesus. I just listened <laughs> just, I just <laughs> a 10-minute rant on James Harden. Yeah. He felt that drama. Yeah. Like, He's not happy with James Harden. Neither no. am I. I mean, I listen, I don't think I can argue that one thing you said. I just can't <laughs> even refute it. I mean, it was just too concise. You know, the only thing I would say yeah. is this. I think the only thing people aren't um, excessively focusing on, yes, James is out of shape. Yes, James isn't the same player. Um, but we also have to understand that James has always been this type of player in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no matter, no matter what type of level of shape he is and what level of, of play he's been at in the regular season, he hasn't been effective in, in large space in the playoffs. No. Especially when it really, really matters. Uh, like you said, he gave them one game. And I'm gonna go, I, I, I would even go further saying that, that one vintage, air quote, Houston hard. I called it Houston hard. I tweeted that. Yeah, called yeah. a Houston hard performance. Yep. You know, that was the one or two games he had all season since he's been a 76er. All season. True fact. regular season and postseason. Truth. truth. Only truth. legit dominant performance I can really recall them having. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, especially in the, in the postseason. So I think that, you know, just as you said, you know, all those points you made were extremely valid. I agree with them all. Uh, the only thing I, I people aren't really focusing on is the fact that their rule change, right? Pain. Um, it was it was almost like a, a a a complete and not a perfect storm for James Harden. Oh you know, yeah, it's one of those storms, and it was just really bad. It out down the house, flood the basement. I mean, it, it, everything it just goes to hell in the handbasket, right? Right. Because he started to slow down. You know, he was taking care of less and less and care of his body. He's getting a little bit older. Yeah, time is undefeated, as we all know. Yep, you know. So on top of that, that rule change happened, which was to me, I called it the James Harden rule because I don't really feel oh, like yeah. him, him, it's him and Trey Young probably one of most affected by it. But Trey had a better season than than James Harden ever did. Yeah, you know, and Trey Young is younger, but still, you know, I feel like it was James Harden rule. So mm-hmm. him not being able to get those free throws like he had been getting, getting to the free throw line, which you know when his shot isn't falling, and him not being able to get by people at, at the same level of quickness and 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 uh and athletic ability to get by people right at a night out basis, it affected his production. And yeah. I think it's a point. It got to a point where him and his mind mentally, it just got to him. It it, it it really it literally got to him mentally, and he decided he just shut it down. Mm-hmm. He just shut it down, he just decided that you know, but I can't get by you. The three is not falling, the step back isn't falling like it used to. I can't and,
1: bump into you and draw a uh, draw contact
0: exactly. And uh, and I'll argue that's been an issue in the playoffs ever since because you know, you, you get a certain whistle in the play in the regular season, mm-hmm. and the postseason whistle's different. So you know, that whistle in the postseason has always been like it is basically they took the postseason whistle and put it in the regular season, right? So you getting the same type of level of whistle or lack thereof all season, so yep. You know, to me, he shut it down, you know, and that's, and I'm with you. I would, if I'm the 76ers, I would not hitch my wagon to that uh, level of play for the next four to five years. I mean, because yeah. you got to look at like this. He's 32 years old. So you're going to tell me you're going to give him a four to five year day, He's going to be 36, 37. You think he's going to be any better shape than he is now? No. <laughs> no. Hell no. No. So I, I, Daryl Moore got a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, decisions to do. Now, I, I'm going to say this. I have the I have the inclination of the of the inclination that they're going to pay him just because oh, yeah. the no choice
2: yeah
0: because they they went they they basically give all gave all that draft capital up for him mm-hmm. I would I would argue that you you know it, it was the trade was worth it enough to get Ben Simmons out of the building I would say it was mm-hmm. worth it for that like I would have traded the draft picks just to get him out of the building right but you still need a capable body you know and I don't know you know what 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 Max Player is going to be on the market that you could pair up with Embiid that would be a fit that will that will allow for them to just kind of you know go away from hard now i would do this you know i would have a, a, a long hard sit down with james put him in the office say look opt into your player option because i believe he has a player option then he can also get a max deal in, a, yep. in that same conversation right yeah so i would say opt into your player option we'll, we'll, we'll ride this thing out one more year Yep. come back and get yourself together get 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 out of the club and get into the gym Mm-hmm. come back to camp in shape you know put him you know even you got to put people around him give him a trainer do whatever you got to do you know i mean this is a 30 some 30 40 50 million dollar investment you're looking at right so do what you got to do put people around and make sure he comes back in shape and he's able to play at a high level you know and you run it back one more time with the, with the crew you have and maybe again maybe bringing a free agent here or there you know maybe another three and d wing guy another guy that can shoot um you know to kind of replace steph curry right mm-hmm right. Outside of that, run it back one more time. And then if James is the same James that he was last year, then you know what it is. You know, so you just be like, okay, well, we just got to go, we just got to go our separate ways. Because let me be honest, you know, Joel is a passionate guy and he's not going to, he's not going to, you know, the same thing with Ben Simmons. When Ben Simmons started to, you know, be more about his uh, entertainment life than his basketball life, he wasn't so quiet about it. I'm sure he went to Ben and I'm sure he, 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 when Ben wasn't hearing him, he went to the media. And right. if James ain't, ain't, ain't the James he needs him to be, he's going to speak on it. And there's going to be a rip between them two. Then you're going to have the part ways again. Because yep. I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm side with him. I'm like, look, we here to play basketball. Yeah. We're, we're trying to win at a high level. We're trying to do special things here. And if you're not about that, you need to go. Yeah. I'm not going to see yeah. it waste my time, get banged up, get beat up. I'm out here playing with half a knee and half a face and, and half an arm, you know, and I'm still grinding. I'm still putting forth the effort, and you just coasted.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, pro- the problem, again, it's going to be interesting to watch with Daryl Morey, right? Mm-hmm. And how this plays out. And again, if we start to see, you know, certain people show up, if Doc Rivers is released and Mark Dan Antonio, um, Mark Dan, whatever his name is. Antonio, yeah. Dan- well, Tony- said, but,
0: said, well, come back, he already said, well, that, that could be Smoking Mirrors too, but
1: right unequivocally after the series is over that Doc will be back next year. L- listen, and this is why I'm... Con- I'm not going to say it's concerned, but I, it's always telling. Let's go back real quick as we mm-hmm. sum this thing up. When KD came to Golden State, who yep. all showed up to talk to KD? Players. Steph showed up. Yep. Clay Draymond, showed up. Draymond, Draymond showed up. Mm-hmm. They sat down. They met. They they welcomed him. They wanted him to feel like he was a part of the, mm-hmm. game, of the, of the team, right. as, as well as Kerr and the managers and all that. Right, right, right. When Harden showed up, there was a there was a PJ, a private jet, and it was only Daryl Morey mm-hmm. and his wife. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard anything. Again, we heard when Ben Simmons left that they never had a team function, get together, whatever. It was, hey, we get there, we stay in our rooms, we do our own thing, right? Mm-hmm. You bring in James Harden. You don't have Embiid, who is your quote-unquote superstar, there. Well, I mean, we they were do. in season,
0: so I mean, I, I would say that maybe it just a uh, they just might have been traveling. you know, you're in season is different. Like, if it off season, yes, because remember when, when they recruited KD, it was off season. Right. So everybody
1: was nobody's was playing basketball. But so, you haven't even heard that they came together. You haven't even heard that they've done anything together. You you don't see dinners. What I just to me that's always a telling sign that if mm. I'm the gatekeeper of this team, right? Mm. If you got traded, I'm going to make it a point. Hey, Coach Defense, listen, come to the house, man. Let's go. Let's get together. Let's do something, Mm -hmm. right? Because we are going to be dependent on each other. If you came to the team, i.e., and I tanny healed you, (laughs) you know, at some point, at at, at some point, that disconnect is going to show up on either the gridiron Mm -hmm. or the hardwood. Because at some point we got to be in sync Mm. and that don't mean that we always at each other's house, but damn, we can't, we can't go to a local Philly steakhouse or something. And Hey man, let's break bread. Let's get on the same Mm. page. Let's do something.
0: I mean, we don't know if that happened or didn't happen, but it it, didn't
1: happen. James Harden is too worried about putting his, his credit card in butt cheeks,
0: you know? argue that. Like, it's, it's not, it's not, he's not wrong <laughs> you know but i would say this like, i would say that it was a personality issue and uh, a play issue for him in simmons right for and simmons. i would say it's not necessarily a personality issue i think you know like it's one of those things where you know we can get along personally but we can't work together might right. be one of those things like because we don't have the same work ethic, like, but it right. be had to find it out the hard way. He didn't know yeah. that going in. So right. he, you know, he got it like, well, we cool, you know, off the court, you know, because we saw them laughing and joking when they practice when they first got there. But you know, when it came down to them playing, we realized that oh, we weren't on the same page, we want the same shit of music as far as what we wanted. Like I'm out here grinding, you know, I'm trying to win it, you know, I'm out here in, in the conversation of MVP, you know, awards and things of that nature, and you out here coasting. Yeah. you know so that that right there should you know that, that let me know the hard way that you're not about the same things i'm about True. so again that that's where that's where it lands for me you yeah. know i just i think that it, you know I, I would if i'm daryl i would not offer him a you know it's what of those things. i would say i would almost lay it down like this like look player option or you can go like yeah. it's you know it's, i'm not offering you a long-term deal at this point like you know that if that upsets you then you that, you know find a place in, uh, out there in open market somewhere. It's cold
1: out there, though. But you <laughs> know, Daryl Morey ain't gonna do that because he I, is I one do. of the owners that, if I've yeah, ever I seen think. an owner that, um, or ever seen someone in Daryl Morey's position mm-hmm. that really, 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 uh um, changes and makes sure that superstar players are really, you know, like, hey, whatever you want, I will yeah. bend backwards to make sure you get yeah Yeah. even even to the detriment of other players that has been that has been stated that when it comes to like sometimes it's been at the detriment of other players who weren't quote-unquote superstars Mm -hmm. like yo we felt like we were second-class citizens because we weren't superstars we didn't get the same type of treatment and love and i get it superstars do get a different treatment but it shouldn't be so blaring that other players are just like, well, damn, man, you know, he got steak and I got pimento cheese. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I mean, can I at least, you know, I might not be able to get a ribeye, but can I get a skirt steak or something?
0: Something, huh? Well,
1: yeah, so, okay. yeah, man. So, but it's gonna be interesting. I mean, Miami's gonna be in the finals, but I don't see Miami making it to the championship.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to hijack, you know, Miami's success by by the James Harden information or the or the scandal or the story, whatever you want to call it. I hate to hijack that whole series about just talking 25 minutes about James Harden. But you know, it's it's one of those things where it really it really has to lay at his feet. The, the issue and the problem with that team lays at the feet of James Harden. He just not he didn't show up. You're right. You're the one A or one B, you're the one B or two of this team. When the one is banged up, you gotta step up and fill a void. And you didn't. And he didn't. And he, he did.
1: No, without Maxi, it would have been worse.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it have been a bit of been a bit of oh, it might have been a sweep.
1: Like for real.
0: It might have been a sweep. It's probably the Jim B coming back with game three and four. It, it just might have been It would have been ugly. Like, yep. you know, I mean I get it, I'm sure maxie come back and he'd probably be even better next year than he is this year. But mm-hmm. you need I mean if you want if you want to have somebody making the level of money that James is making, he gotta deliver. And yes, he sir. did deliver. So that's what it boils down to. But you know, like I said, I didn't wanna, you know, spend you know, uh twenty-five minutes brow beating James Harden, but we get our point across. Right. You know, so moving on to the uh uh a- series in the West is finished and concluded. The Grizzlies and the uh Warriors uh concluded last night. Uh, and uh and the the Grizzlies were uh without John Morant. So uh you know that we have to uh you know factor that into our uh breakdown and our takeaways mm-hmm. but um what was your what was your takeaways from that series and how how that series ended forty two?
1: Man, it was a great series, right? It was it was it was really uh what I call edge of the seat mm-hmm. uh uh basketball because uh I will say Memphis is Memphis is right there. Golden State um showed what being battle tested means, mm-hmm. right? Because it's something about poise, it's something about being in the moment mm-hmm. and having the resolve to know Yo, we've been here and we we know how to work ourselves through it, right? Uh, game six, Clay, I think that's his name. It starts, needs to start being game six. If it gets to game six and Golden State is up or able to close out, it's gonna happen. I don't know what it is about game six and Clay Thompson,
0: it's something about it though. I don't, I don't know,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's a different person in Game Six. Totally different person. He gets unconscious real quick. But I will say this: it does look like Memphis has two different playbooks in their arsenal. They -hmm. have a Ja Morant Morant playbook, play calling, and then they have if he's out. It is two different styles. They there's a lot more movement. There's a lot more um, flow when he's not in. Mm -hmm. when he's in and rightfully so spoils go to the victor it is a give it to morant get out the way let him uh be the orchestrator let him be the facilitator he's Mm -hmm. either going to take it to the hole or he's going to give and create right um but they're a young team but as what i heard um yo we coming right we we there now unfortunately there are other there other weapons They didn't show up when they needed to, when, when, um, as Draymond said, it's hard to beat us four games. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard to beat us four games. When they went up three, one, it was, it was like, uh, don't know if you're going to come back and beat golden state three straight games. And that's what it proved. Um, once again, Andrew Wiggins showed up, uh, Jordan Poole showed up clay showed up and it was It was really telling when Clay and uh, Steph had an off night and Golden State still pulled that game out. So when I watched it, man, it was a great game. Again, I hated to see Morant not play because I would have just liked to see what would have happened with Memphis at full strength and Morant at full strength. It was a physical uh, game. series it turned into a divisive series right even to the point of game five when uh you know clay was being a little not clay steph bit be- was a little petty hey steph what's gonna happen oh we gonna whoop this trick right uh-huh. and uh they that they- oh here comes Richie rich with the canadian <laughs> he's he's our resident uh make sure that canadians get they uh they, they just represent- do right represent- representation right. but um that's not. That's not uncommon. For some reason, Golden State has some of the biggest losses ever. Right? For some reason, in the player, they they got blown out in Game Five.
0: They did. It's they got blown you-
1: out. It's almost like they
0: melted in it because they knew, like they knew, yeah. like, you know what? We're not gonna. We don't want to close it out here. We want to close it out and go, go State. But right. it was
1: a great series, man. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I it, it 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 went to some nineties basketball, right? Which a man. I hate to see. I hated to see Gary Payton. Oh go
0: out. oh my God!
1: The, the, I hated to see that.
0: You know what? And it took me a while to realize. Actually, watched him fall. It was oh, that was so
1: bad. Oh yeah, if you watch that when you see him fall, you can oh. actually. See when his elbow, yeah, you know, oh my God, when it, yeah. when it happened, and it so that was, was terrible. He felt, he
0: felt so wrong. It, yeah, it, it was bad. I felt bad, yeah. so bad for him. I, you know, but I, it was
1: it was physical, it, yeah. and it turned into some Natties basketball, right? I mm-hmm. I really think they do not like each other.
0: Oh no, I, I agree with that. Like they was, don't
1: like they, each other.
0: Jordan Pool and Jaron Jackson are oh, former teammates, I believe, and they was even going at it. Yeah, so you know, you know, if you were playing college basketball, you're supposed to be your boy, and all of a sudden, y'all getting chippy with each other. That that lets you know, right now, it's a it's a budding rivalry. Yeah, it's a budding yeah. rivalry. And I would argue that I would say that the Warriors and the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, are, might be where the Warriors were when they first started. Yeah. In, in a certain stretch, now it's not it's not one to one. Like you don't have a, you know, you could argue that, that that Desmond Bain and Clay Thompson are comparable. John Morant is not, he, although he his ball handling and his his ability to uh, create his point guard skills are like Steph's, but it's not. He's not a shooter Steph is, right? You know, I would say as far as a, a young upstart that, that Memphis is right there. Like I'm not yeah. giving Taylor Jenkins a lot of credit for coaching that team and never wavering despite him losing John Morant in spaces throughout the regular season and the postseason. And they still fought and they still grinded. Like I said, they still pushed and and, and, and let's be honest. It was a nervous time when they lost that game. But by was anybody like 35, 40, they were up 50 at one point. So, you know, so I would say for sure that they got a lot of firepower. They're young, you know, and I was, I would argue that you need maybe one veteran voice in that locker room to kind of put you in the proper spaces and get you that uh, level of calm when it comes down to these playoff games. But outside of that, This team has – the sky's the limit if they stay healthy and they stay together.
1: Yeah, if if Golden State slips, they're going to be in trouble, right, because Memphis is right on their heels. But can I say this? Let me give Draymond a lot of credit. He lost his teammate to Mm. senseless gun violence, right? They was dealing with a lot that game. And they still, through all that, um, showed that championship creed that championship type of resiliency mm-hmm. to have all that stuff going on, to have to learn that day that your friend, your team uh, was lost to gun violence, to have Clay not having his best shooting game, Steph not having his best shooting game and still uh, pull that victory out. That sh- that shows you the, um, the, again, that when you've been battle tested, is something to say about experience. And and I just love, too, even if you're getting beat by 30, 40, 50, mm-hmm. that they play whip that trick and you start, you know, you funny. like, hey, that, that, was that was funny. They had, you, you know, Draymond with the towel, <laughs> Steph with the towel. It's like, okay, you got yeah. me. Because the announcer even said it. Yeah, he that whip that it, trick, too. Steph. We whipped yeah. that. You know, hey, cool. That's, That's what, what we, basketball we, is.
0: We got shot next game. That's what that yeah. was. yeah. Exactly yeah. what that was. So they was like, yeah, okay, y'all want to play. Y'all want to show off now. You do realize that, you know, there's another game to be played Yeah, and I got to beat us two out of the next three and I don't think I can do it. No, nope, So, nope. you know, so again, that's that championship pedigree.
2: Yeah,
0: That's that championship moxie. that they know that it's a long series? And again, you, you just to your point, they got to beat us four out of seven and we don't think they can do it. Nope. And again, they close them out in this game six, you know, we don't know what it would have been if Jaw was healthy, but you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know, you can't really cry over spilled milk. But again, I, you know, I've been singing Memphis praises all year. I think they're right there. I think they had had nothing to hang their heads about. Nothing. I think they, they they fought and they gave everybody, uh, they pushed everybody to the limit. And I feel like this this probably as far I felt like they was gonna go. They're one year away, Yeah, yeah. one yeah. year away. Yeah, good point. Good point. All right, so let's talk about Game Sevens. Um, yeah, tomorrow. We got, yeah. A, <laughs> we got a, a, a a slew of games. Uh, uh, oh, actually, I mean, let me let's get into what this is what next? What's next for each team that was eliminated? Before we get into that, I think we kind of alluded to it, but let's talk about what's next for the 76s. I think we understood. I think we you know kind of rehashed what we talked about about the 76ers, that you know the they should not they should make James Harden play on his player option. Give me a year of 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 of, of, of guess you could say positive basketball. Yep. Then we'll see about a long term deal. Yeah, but you know, but if they don't, then you might have to look at other options. True. Um, you know, you, anything you want
1: to add to that? No, I, I agree with that totally. Um, and you're being more lenient than I am because I would be looking to get him out of seven, out of Philadelphia.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, again, but you got to look at it like, what's the options? I mean, who's going to be on the free agent market? or Who you can trade for? Because again, much like Russell Westbrook, you're not going to have a big market where to trade for uh, James Harden at his current state. Right? Nobody's going to sign up to pay him that type of money, unless you're desperate. Yeah. You know, a long term deal. You know, to at that at that common place, you would more so want to bring him in, get him get him in shape, and ma- make him play better, than sell him. Right. you know, even at the trade deadline, I would say that maybe you could, you know, have them play well in the first half of the season, and then come trade deadline, you can make a move, and yeah. then it will be somebody else's problem. Yep. And yet again, you know, it's just it's just one of those things where you got to got to be able to up the property value
1: before you can sell a house. That is that's a great analogy. That's a yeah, good one. That's yeah, a yeah. And 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 no and no inspections, right? You're right, gonna take right. this house as is. Yes, it is it <laughs> <house laughs> yeah. as is. Yeah, yeah. So um, so what about the Grizzlies? What do you think the Grizzlies are, are at? I think they're right there like i said i 100 agree with what you said they're one um um ooh, that that's that's gonna be, that's a question for another episode we couldn't even we can't we can't even dig into that one right now but um it's unfortunate i'll say that it's it's unfortunate to that to that uh that question um but i think the grizzlies uh grizzlies get me excited right because they are a young young team they really don't know what they don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And so every year they've ascended every year. They've taken a step forward. Even to this year, they was I think they ended up being what, number two or number three number in two? the stand. Number two. Mm-hmm. So that tells me next year they're going to have more confidence. They're 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 going to look at themselves and say, hey, we got to this round. I think we can. Right. They got a lot of people locked up, um, meaning they have a lot of people still on contract that's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So this is a young team that again they're athletic, they believe in themselves, they know they can win and win without their superstar and that's a dangerous combination. It All is. they need is experience that's and true. I think I think what they received, what they um what they went through this year gives them that confidence that says we can play with anybody, right? We went to game 6 with a championship team without our superstar. It's the what could have, what could have happened if he was here. So now let's run it back with him and let's see where we get to. So, and like they said, we coming and I believe that.
0: Yeah, I believe it too. Like I said, I think they, they might be a one year away. I think they might yeah. be one year for being a serious contender. You know, you know, we all know exactly what what we don't know as far as rosters and things, you know, go. People somebody might feel differently about wanting to play somewhere else. I might get offered so much money that I just can't turn it down, type of right. deal. But outside of that, they run it back with the same as that squad. Maybe I could add maybe one veteran. I really feel like they're right there and they're gonna be right on the cusp. And they could ultimately, you know, this this the the I would say the floor could be the conference finals next year if the team yeah. if everything breaks right right and, you know if they stay healthy so I'm, I'm right there with you okay yeah so um so let's talk about game 7s now let's get into that uh we got two game 7s on the dock in uh tomorrow uh afternoon and evening uh we got game 7 with the uh uh let's see here we got the uh we got the 3:30 we got um the bucks and the Celtics in both close out the series so um <laughs> this series has been going back and forth oh man yeah <laughs> I mean, it's it's been it's been worth the price of a mission. It really is. Yes. And yes. it, really, it hadn't been for and it hadn't been for Boston slip up in that game five, I would be absolutely right in my prediction. And yeah. bust and something since six. Yep. Um but there's no middleton for game seven. Yeah. Um, so they're in Boston. So what do you think this game seven is gonna be um as far as um uh, I guess you can say marquee value and what it's gonna how it's gonna play out um for and
1: who's gonna advance. If you have stock in any popcorn companies, you're going to get a great return on investment for this game, right? Yeah. Because this game is what we want to see, Pop- and box office. Mm. I'm talking about the Young Gun, your your up and coming leader of the Young Gun School of, uh, uh, He's of accomplishments. Eleven yes. of Young Guns. He has shown up and looked at everybody who's supposed to be a top dog in the face and said, "I'm here." right? Kobe Bryant. Like I love very Kobe Bryant, very Kobe Bryant. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm listen, it's, it's tough for me in this. It's hard to bet against Giannis. Yes. It it's It's just, hard. it's hard to bet against Giannis, mm-hmm. right? There's a part of me that says go with Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but I'm also like Jason Tatum at is home, at home mm-hmm. and his mindset. Yes. That tells me it, like, man, are you really going to go against this young dude? Are you really going to go against um, these Celtics that are that are healthier uh-huh. than the Bucks, right? right? So I, listen, I've, I've been on this podcast with you. I've learned to listen when you really are locked in on somebody. And so you have been at the forefront of championing uh, Jason Tatum and what he can and will do. So with that being said, excuse me, I'm going to say game seven, being in Boston, will go to the Celtics, even though everything in me is saying the Bucks. Mm -hmm. But I'm going with Boston. Okay. I like it. I like it. So so you know. And plus, I don't want to be on the other end of the text message that will come. (laughs) (laughs) But you know it's coming. You know what's going to happen. The moment they do, the moment they start to close
0: it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, I told you. Yeah. I told you, like yeah. I, I again, I've I've been writing my laundry list of players in all my in my young bulls co- coalition. It's like they they they're growing like the NWO at this point. Like <laughs> they, just, they just taking over the whole entire industry, right? And Jason said was leading the charge. Like I said, Jason, yeah. Devin, you know Jamal, you know Spider, Ja, you know right. uh, Mello, you know just they they are all here to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, again. And then what, and what I love about the two leaders in the camp is Devin and Jason is, again, they're, uh, they're ultimate and true Kobe disciples. Yeah. You know, they, they idolize that man to a T just, and it's not just about, it's not just necessarily about, the, I, you can't always mimic athletic ability and skill. That, that's God given. However, right. you can, you can adapt the mindset. True. And, the mentality and they damn embody it. And that's right. what I love about it. They embody it and they're not afraid. You know, they so let me ask like,
1: this. Do you put Giannis in the Young Bull coalition? Cause he's only what 25, 26? No,
0: I not really. I would say because I think this is more this is like a twenty-five and younger crowd. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause I think that you know, I think Giannis is is an established veteran. Gotcha. You know, he was you know, established veteran. I mean, he's he, he a two-time MVP. I mean, okay, okay, you know, okay. I mean, gotcha. Yeah, he's he's established, and you know, he's a to me he's the best player in the league right now. So I mean yeah. Yeah, facts. Know, yeah. So but again. You know, it's just talking about that that coalition. Again, it's 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 a it's a good problem to have. You know, we got yes. NBA is in good hands. True, sure. But um, you talking about the series itself? You know, I, I came back against my boy at this point. You know, because he showed Fair. me, he showed me. You know, but no matter what his team is doing, right? He's he's down. He's down for it. And he yeah. and again, he's not afraid of the moment. He's not afraid to take the big shots and and hit him. You know, because again, that's 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 true. Uh, you know, Mamba like mentality. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for that, you know, again, it, this is this is what it boils down for me. And it gets – game sevens always make me nervous because it literally has the college basketball feel. Whoever playing good that day is also going to win. But this is the keys to the victory for Boston. They need Robin okay. to play, number one, to have extra money okay. to put on Giannis. Um, Jason needs Jason need to be Jason. Okay. Um, You know, do your best to limit Giannis and what he does. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks don't have some type of Herculean effort from Drew Holiday or Portis or somebody like that or Connaughton. Right, i think that the, be again being in boston is something that's at a true advantage because i really still feel like holistically they're a better defensive team just slightly okay uh, at this point without middleton and um you have to get it done because you look at it like this because people will honestly and truly doubt you and 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 put put that asterisk over your head if you can't close this team out without middleton right you know, because then if middleton is there that's still a whole different series mm-hmm. there's a whole different series because he makes you're talking about you know 18 to 25 point differential every night that's not on the floor. Mm. So you got you gotta look at that from that space too. So you have to get it done now. You gotta seize the moment, take advantage of the times where you can honestly and truly uh you know, you know, be get get somewhere when you where you're trying to get when the chips break right for you. Cause I mean gotcha. it, it might, no matter how much skill you have when it comes down to playing a professional sport, you gotta have some luck. Right. You know, and the and the luck is that you had a, a Bucks team that wasn't full strength. Yeah. So you yeah, you can't want to look back and say that I didn't handle business against this team. When they didn't have their best weapons. Right. You know, right. So you get it done. So it's you know, it's, it's it's put up or shut up, you know, in this situation because you may not get here again. You know, it, the NBA year to year is different. You sure. know, in, injuries happen. People get traded. You know, people leave you know, for whatever reason. They want to do different things. So as a team where it's destructive right now, you have to get it done. And I think they, they should. And, they, and hopefully they will.
1: Yeah. And you, I've never, uh, whenever Marcus Smart colors his hair green, I think they're undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. Yeah. Right. Richard, the
0: best way to find a way to kick it up a notch, Muslim games separate the good from the great. Yeah. True. That's, that's very true. Yeah. That's Very true. Oh, we got another. Uh, oh, Dark Sage is in the building. Hey, I ain't seen him in a minute. Where you been right. at? Right, yeah. I'm going to be honest that I like to see the Celtics and Warriors in the NBA Finals as much as I'm not a fan of either. The media and fans they treat the Warriors as if they're second <laughs> incarn- <laughs> incarnation of the 60s six, Celtics. Wow. wow, which is far from reality. We love, we, would love with the Warriors be the Celtics? Yeah, most likely, but as a fan of the sport and not a fan of how the media tries to hype up teams and events that they can admit that they when they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. I'm, with, I'm with that. I ain't right, gotcha. got one more here. Just like baseball last year with the Dodgers, they kept claiming they would never seen a Dodgers team like this in the World Series in the National League. West despite all the all years saying such, but even they are hyping them up beyond where they were. Same with the Warriors. Okay, okay. all right. Okay, respect that. Respect yeah. that for sure. Respect that for sure. So yeah. So in the second game seven in in, in the series is uh is you uh you have the. Uh, <laughs> The Phoenix bat- and Dallas. Yeah, the battle-tested Phoenix Suns and, and Dallas Mavericks. Yep, uh, going down. at uh, I believe that's eight o'clock. That's the eight o'clock game on Sunday night, eight o'clock Eastern. So uh, we have that game on the docket. So how do you think that's going to play out, and how that's going to shake?
1: I think the uh, I think the sphincter of the Suns is going to get too tight and not Ooh. allow them to do what they need to do. And I think Dallas is going to end up surprising people. And pull out a victory in game seven.
0: Okay. Okay. So you saying that that the Suns are gonna fold up like a church chair.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. This the Suns, the Suns are gonna fold up like Mike Tyson in a spelling bee. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fold. They're gonna fold. They're gonna they're gonna fold, they're gonna fold up like Deshaun Watson in an olive oil factory. (laughs) <laughs> they are going to I, I just believe I just believe that. Um uh Luca, he he has that eye right now, right? Mm-hmm. That he has that I'm gonna I'm gonna be this dog. And I just I'm fearful of of Phoenix. They should have closed this series out no less than four one. Dude. Right, it should have been or four, two, one. Maybe. four, four two, two, maybe at yeah. the worst. Right. To allow Dallas to hang around and make this three three is scary to me. And so mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the leap of faith and say Luca uh rises to the occasion and Dallas ends up uh winning game seven.
0: Respect. Respect. I I again, you know who's on that team? You know, I I bull you know, coalition. Exactly, exactly. And they in Phoenix, they they every the home team has won every game in the series. Mm. you know so everybody just been holding serve and they're going to play in phoenix right i think that um and i think the role players this is ironic to say the least because you figure like you know you should be able to play good in in any arena at this point but the role players for the suns play much better in phoenix than they do on the road and i think that's been a difference i think there's been a difference for both sides like for some reason the role players the Mavs role players don't play well in phoenix Mm -hmm. and the role players for phoenix play well at home so I think that if if you get a p- good performance from Rick Bridges, campaign and Cam Johnson, yeah. you know, on top of you know Chris Paul facilitating Aiden being Aiden and Booker being Booker, I think that it should go to the Suns. It should. Okay. Now, okay. but if, if Luca pulls out some type of Herculean effort and has fifty, then, yeah, then, hey, man. yeah. Hey, you know it's it, it's one of those things. Two things have to happen for the master to win for me. Okay. has Herculean effort, and somehow another Dinwiddie and Brunson together combines for for. Forty points. If they can combine okay. between two of those, then they can they'll win the basketball game. Gotcha. But if you don't, if, if Devin disappears like he does has most of the series, and Brunson isn't isn't great along with Luca, he doesn't ride with Luca, then I got a feeling the Suns will close him out. But that's just me. That's you. Gotcha. But gotcha. I got I got a feeling that Devin Booker's is gonna be in the rare form, much like Jason Tatum gonna be rare form tomorrow. I think Devin Booker's is gonna be rare form, so it might not matter. It might not okay. matter.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna just let you. I'm gonna sit there right there. I'm gonna put that right there. <laughs>
1: No, uh you know what? In lieu of us just getting back after a week, for <laughs> so you, and the FCC, Rich Richard trying to rile you up. See, that's why he's trying to bait me. You did. He did try to bait me. <laughs> he tried to. He tried. He he thought I was going to be a big mouth bass on this one and bite <laughs> and, and and bite that bait. I listen, FCC is not going to get me today. <laughs> it was right there. I had to catch myself. Uh, yeah, just, just we're just here so we don't get back. <laughs> exactly, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. All right, so. The recap: uh, I got the I got the Suns. You got the Mass, and, yep. and and we I got we both got the Celtics. Yep. Say we both got the Celtics. All right, all right. That's a bet. That's a bet. All right. So that'll wrap up by NBA uh, coverage. We'll get inside NFL news in a minute. To a quick break, we'll be right back in a minute and thirty. We'll get inside NFL segment. It is sports Talk with Coach Kirk. Be back in a minute and thirty. <laughs> Lockdown defense, family. Coach defense here reminding you that the Lockdown Divas Podcast comes to you each and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and also AHA Radio. And here lately, the YouTube page has been taken off, so if you subscribe to that, if you have not, turn your notification bells on so you never miss an upload to the channel. The Lockdown Divas Podcast comes to you each and every week, breaking down the news and views of yours truly, giving you heavy-hitting content, educated opinions on the NFL, NBA, Lakers, and Chargers news as well. My home's base squads. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for edgy, real opinions and news of the popular world of sports, look a little further than the Lockdown Davis podcast. Also, if you're looking for me in between podcasts, follow me on any, all of, any and all of my social media platforms. Uh, Lockdown Defense Sports for Instagram and Twitch. On Twitter, it's Lockdown Defense. And as I actually had a bonus, if you want to get in, and get some questions answered in our mailbag. Send me a DM on any of those platforms. Or you can email me at lockdowndivonsports at gmail.com. Uh, get those questions in any time between now and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time each and every week to be eligible to be on the show. The Lockdown Divas Podcast, once again, each and every uh, Tuesday at 10 a.m. On all platforms we you get your podcast from. So please tune in, subscribe, and turn your notification bells on so you know exactly when we go live. Now back to the show. All right, we are back with News and Views for the reaction for the NFL. Man, oh man, I the NFL knows how to steal thunder.
1: They do. They do without a doubt.
0: They know how to steal thunder, man. I'm telling you. And and it's strategic. It's all calculated, it's all planned. Yep. Uh they definitely know how to make themselves relevant in each segment. Like just when you're thinking about, you know, it's kind of a lull and you kind of forget about the NFL, they hit you with a with a headliner. And the schedule was it and not only did they hit you with the headline of the schedule, but the the mat, the marquee matchups that they've created. Oh
1: yeah, oh and, yeah, and, and they
0: facilitated throughout
1: the whole season.
0: Was I, I give credit? I give kudos to the scheduling team on the NFL. They did everything.
1: Yeah. you know. This year, they, especially, they did it this year. They did, did their kudos. Thing. like the, yeah. the
0: Sunday night games, the Monday night games, the, the Thursday night games. Just, just, just in general, the way they did things, so how they, the storylines that they drew around the the, the games is going to be played. It was, it was great. It was great. It was amazing. It was. It, it is, was it is. So, um, you know, and just the top, just, to, just the, just to let you know how how serious they were about it. They're going to jump week one off with Seattle versus Broncos. I mean, that, right there, that's the word, the price of the mission. You got Russell Wilson going the the his first game back playing in a different uniform was going to be against his old team. Against his old team. So that lets you know right then and there that they they they're not playing around. <laughs> they're, not at they're, all. They're not, not at playing. all. And and uh, again. And to have, an original like this, you know, to have the AFC West featured in 19 uh, games in in the, in the primetime schedule over the entire season. So at least one, maybe in one week, it's going to be two games in primetime, but at least in one game every week in primetime, be it Thursday, Sunday, or Monday, it's going to be an AFC West team represented in one of those games. Right. So and they understood the assignment as far as who's the who's going to be the best division in football and who would people want to see go at each other each and every week. So yeah, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos—you're going to see them a lot. So you're going to know a lot about the AFC West. The AFC West is going to truly be on the map come uh, this season. So yeah. So how did you feel about the schedule release? And what what for you like you know just looking at it from a, from a, uh, a initial view? What what marquee matchups are you looking for at least in the first half of the season? What games are you looking
1: at? So, I'm going to I'm going to totally agree with what you said. Um there has been seasons when um what can I say that they didn't do a great job of scheduling games. There was a lot of okay, why did you um you know, why did you pick this or why mm-hmm. did you say this team should play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh but this year they definitely did not. They they started um they took their time with this one. Like they said, they built drama into uh these games. They built um interest into these games. And so uh I'm highly highly excited about looking uh at what we we have on the docket, what we have coming up. And are we going to get into talking about uh how they rolled out some of these teams did um their the their announcements because i really just want to talk about san diego and and the way san diego did their
0: you mean la uh,
1: la i mean mean, i'm sorry la did their announcement um which was marvelous marvelous and and super super uh, uh, creative. So whoever's on, uh, the Los Angeles. And if you're running which Los Angeles team, we're talking about the chargers, wow. whoever's on their
0: social media, team. social
1: media team, mm-hmm. listen, sign them to the next five to 10 year contract Easy. and just let them work. Right. Exactly. Just let them work. So, um, I will say a game that I'm interested in, and I know this is a little, this is probably out of left field, right? But I'm interested in seeing this. It's really the week one game between Miami and New England. I'm really, really, really interested in seeing this game. Mainly, uh, I'm interested from Miami's perspective mm-hmm. to really see when when it's real, not preseason, to see when it's real
2: mm-hmm.
1: how the, the relationship between Tyreek Hill Waddle, Tua
0: mm-hmm.
1: comes to fruition.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. I, that's the underrated. I want because I was more looking at I was more looking at Bills and Rams on Thursday night. Like I'm like, oh, I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know because you know I'm a Josh Allen enthusiast. So I'm like, yes. okay, okay, Josh Allen get to play the Super Bowl chance week one. Let's do it. Yes, let's do it. So and it, it is it's an un, uninterrupted game because it's Thursday night. Like everybody gets watching. Like there's no, right. other, no other competition. Right, so that I mean, just to put them on stage first, I'm like, let's do it, let's let's go. Mm-hmm. NFL understood the assignment for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, the matchups all, holistically on that particular Sunday are great. You know, and then I guess, you, like I so you follow Monday night with the Broncos at Seattle. They're going. He's going to Seattle. That's, yes, That's yes. So great. He's going to Seattle. He they not coming to Denver. They, he's going back to Seattle. His first game. Mm-hmm. That, that's that right there. They understood the assignment for sure. That's definitely uh, something, but yeah, that Dolphins yeah, Patriots game should be interesting. Um, you know, I, people have been trolling this video <laughs> about, about uh two underthrowing Tyreek in 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 in, uh, in practice, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, you know, I'm shaking my head because we all knew that. We know that Sue's arm is not Patrick Mahomes' arm. We all know that, not at all. Not at all, all that, But you know, that, but everybody got to harp on the fact that he's underthrowing him and doing all this type of stuff. And then now Tyreek got to got to overcompensate and, and 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 take come to his defense and all this type of stuff. You know, you know, I'm just like, look, just show me, right? Don't, don't talk me to death. Show me. It, it, can right. he can he deliver? Because this is really what it's all about. I would say, you know, for Carson Wentz for uh, Tua, for Daniel Jones, and a few other people that I, this name is skipping me right now. It's the team, the organization has done what they're supposed to have done as far as putting everything possible they can put around you to make you successful. Mm-hmm. You know, It's one of those things where, you know, I'm not going to give you Uh, you know, a small loan and make you you got to make it work and make a business. I'm giving you everything you need. I'm giving you the proper lawyers, all the money you need, unlimited capital. I'm giving you a building, I'm giving you employees. I'm putting everything around you for you to be successful. And you all your job is to run this company. And if you can't run this company, you got to go. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that that that's that's where it's at. So, for Miami, this is it's a make or break, you know, because again, you got you have no excuses. You have a plethora of receivers, mm-hmm. a plethora of running backs. You got your O line has been been solidified. You got get a solid tight end on franchise tag. The defense has always been the, the, the marquee group of this team, anyway. Yeah. So the only thing I would question that is that who the coordinator going to be, and you know how well he's going to be able to uh, get this get them to play like like Flores could get them to play. Right. And outside of that, the offense should be it should be one of the top on, on paper. On paper, they the weapon right should be one of the top offenses in the league. Yeah, all minor coach from from Frank San Fran. This is left. So you got to play Evil Bill first week, though. So that, <laughs> right there, that right there should tell you that you know he's going to throw something different at you that you know could that could ultimately break and break his confidence. We don't know, right? You know, but because you know he's always been feasting on young quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, just he throws a out of schemes at people. So
1: it's going to be a great game. And my other one. Um, mm-hmm. Is I think you said this the Denver game, the first mm-hmm. week game. Yeah. I'm interested in seeing Denver uh with Russell Wilson uh play Seattle and see if Seattle is serious about what they feel about Drew Locke. Will he be their week one true uncut starter? That's very interesting to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, I you know what I still don't believe the I don't believe the hype. And Rich, I agree. <laughs> by the way, I agree with that. Tyreek is going to l- realize that the grass ain't greener. Yeah, you know. But you know, he was in a he was in a really good situation, you know. And I think that he squandered that by taking more money. But that's you know, he'll he'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, for sure, I don't I don't think they're out of the Baker Mayfield conversation. I really don't. I think. Okay. I think nothing else. I think. This, I I think of nothing else now. Rich, Rich, you know, Rich will attest that he's not. He's not completely out on Drew Lock. He thought that Drew Lock was a serviceable quarterback when he was in in the, in Denver. Okay, I, I beg to differ, but you know he knows the team better than I do. He, that's his team. So I'm gonna give him credit for that particular uh, take. However, I would say that I think that they're gonna look at it from a perspective of how Drew Lock uh, matriculates in camp, mini okay. camps, and and ultimately training camp. And if it doesn't look right, they they may ultimately put that call into Cleveland to get back in Mayfield. They may. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be much better or worse than what you have. Right. I think that they might actually make the call because they understand that they could probably get him, you know, for next to nothing. They could probably share a, a portion of this $18 million that he's due. You okay. Pay a whole a big freight for him, And then if it doesn't work out, you know, his, his contract is up at the end of the season. They can they can move on clean without no fuss, no fuss. Okay. So I think that if they could, I would say that it is not a guarantee that Drew Locke's going to be the starter in the week one either. Mm. Yeah. That would make them an even bigger headline
1: to me, that Baker Mayfield versus Russell Wilson. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I like see where I see where you're going with that one, and I like it. I like it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, but I would say, but for sure, you know, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Raiders and Chargers. Like I just, I we we owe the Raiders one from the last from last season. Like we owe right. them, we owe them big. <laughs> you know, we owe them a big time. You know, whooping. So we right. got to, get to that. I'm ready for that. And I'm ready to see JC go against Devontae. That's gonna be a good matchup. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's be a good matchup for sure. You know, we talked about him earlier. Is Deshaun Watson gonna roll out in Carolina week one?
1: Does, you know. does he roll out week one? Uh, does he? Does he roll out week one? That's the storyline. Yeah. Story because right now it um what it was the demis- it was dismissed in both courts. The, uh-huh. the 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 what the civil side? No, there was no criminal.
0: No criminal stuff, yeah. yeah. It's still working yeah. out the civil stuff. Yeah. yeah, So we're not the civil stuff. So, um. But yeah, will he will he be the starter week one in, in Carolina? That's a question.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. You no. Know, if not, Brissette will be, and yeah. Uh, I think Brissette could keep the ship afloat. Think, that's gonna the other part. Does do they keep Baker Mayfield on that team in the regular season? If, if they, they do, that's some that's some pettiness. That's some savagery, right? That's a different level of pettiness. That's the thing, though. Like it, It's a money thing because
0: he's fully guaranteed $18 million. So if you cut him, you are you' got $18 million of dead money on your books. So they're trying to get something for him, something. Like, but they you know
1: it, that. Would it be crazy if mm-hmm. he, let's say for the first six games, mm-hmm. what if you saw Baker Mayfield still on the team as a healthy scratch?
0: Well, that, it'd be the same thing Deshaun did in, in Houston last year. He was, a he, he, he was crazy. He used to healthy scratch every game last year. That's so crazy. Then, yeah, they, they they paid him thirty something million dollars to sit on the bench last year. So they just that's
1: the Baker's the cheaper version. I wonder, do they ban him from having press conferences? <laughs> well, no? I mean, Deshaun didn't talk.
0: Right. You know, he might but talk. Deshaun Deshaun,
1: ain't, Deshaun Deshaun also didn't talk because very soon into the season he had a whole lot of heat that he had to deal with. He did. He but did. Baker, yeah, yeah Baker. Yeah. I've seen I've seen less and less commercials. Let's Got say it. that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that.
0: Richard Baker will keep, Browns will keep Baker and wait for a team to have a quarterback get hurt or trade a second. Yeah. I don't think any team
1: gives them a second round pick.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a second. They'll, they'll give us something, but I but I I will agree with the injury
1: part, but I don't agree yeah. with the second round pick part. It, it'll think. be a fourth. I would say fifth. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't, you go from being a first the first pick. Right, to, to so a, only be in value eight, for a fifth round, I, I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, Gosh so damn.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I think, I, I mean, I, I think they were talking like sixth or seventh round when they were in, before the draft.
1: Gosh, damn, <laughs> yeah, wow. so how the body of falling, right? Yeah, if you, you ever want to know it's a business, you yeah, learn that it's a business.
0: You're gonna learn today, you're gonna learn today, or learn today. So, uh, anything else you got from Marky Mashup? Because I got two other questions about this, first, at least, at least Week One.
1: No, like, that's that's my that that was that those were my kind of two that I'm really really uh, focusing on. But I'm interested to hear these questions. I mean, to hear these okay. questions. Who's going to be the starter
0: in San Fran Week One? Oh, that's a good one. Mm.
1: I think Trey Lance. Think so? Yeah. I, think, I so. think Trey Lance. I think they. I think it's Trey Lance, and they can also use the excuse mm-hmm. of Jimmy's shoulder.
0: Mm. Okay, but so they,
1: they nothing by June. Yeah, you throw, but, it by, can throw it June, but I think I think they 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 bring him along slowly mm-hmm. to really give Trey Lance uh, as much as they can as the week one starter. And 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 again, if he really doesn't seem like he's grasping it. Mm-hmm. Then you got Jimmy G, who knows the offense, right? Jimmy G's been a constant, uh, a consummate professional, right? From New England to being here, he gets it. Jimmy G, I think, really, really gets it. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, he's he's a, a younger Alex Smith, mm-hmm. right? In, in my mm-hmm. in my my opinion, he's a younger Alex Smith. He's just a quarterback, a person that, at the end of the day, he's just a consummate professional. Right, he's not going to really get into the the news. He's not going to show uh, too much. He's I think he's just the type of guy that's really saying, "Hey, look, uh, I want to be a professional to make another team feel comfortable that they know I can come into this situation and get it." And so I think that will happen. And if nobody trades for him, you have a great situation in San Francisco because you know, hey, if the quarterback's really b- bombing. If Trey Mm -hmm. Lance is really struggling, Mm -hmm. hey, Trey, let's bring you back to the sideline. Let's coach you up and let's go out here with Jimmy G. Listen, Jimmy G has been in the playoffs. He's been to the finals. So it's not like he's garbage, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not like he's garbage. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think Trey Lance, same thing with, uh, you know, they wanted to do in Chicago. A little bit, where the fans and everybody was saying that give it to Justin Week One, but mm-hmm. I think they give this now to Trey Lance Week One and say it's his to lose.
0: I like it. However, and, and actually, I, I'm I'm opposed this to question to you and Rich, because like, I think we just talked about Baker Mayfield, right? Right. So I would argue because if, to Rich's point that you know when a, a team takes an injury to a quarterback, right? Which I don't want to say is inevitable, but it happens, right? right. I would argue that unless you're in a division, because I would say Seattle's the only team in a division that needs a quarterback. Uh-huh. Unless you're in a division, what's, I, would, I would argue that somebody would call about with Jimmy G's services before Baker's.
1: Yes, I
0: agree with that. Right, so let's just say hypothetically, they give the richest scenario, right, where they would trade for a second round pick for Jimmy, and you jump on that because they want to free that money up and get that $20 million, $25 million off the books. Right. And trade Jimmy for a second, right? Right. So he's gone come camp. You know, so you have no choice but the roll trade lands out. Right. So so if that particular scenario, which is good, it was which is a likely scenario, could happen, because they do want to move Jimmy. That's right. been Riley, Riley speculated. They want to move him. So what happens with the 49ers if if Trey isn't where they need him to be and and they trade Jimmy for, because they, they just can't pass up the deal because they not they feel like they're not gonna get any more value for him than what they're gonna get if somebody takes the injury. What happens right. to the forty nine ers as a as a unit?
1: Uh so are you saying that what happens to them? You know, are you saying that what would they do? Or are you saying what happens if Trey is not ready and they have to go to another quarterback?
0: No, if, if they feel like Trey's in ready, do they just let him go out there and, and take his lumps? Right. You know, or do you or do you, you know, walk it back and maybe bring in an, another veteran off the street to to kind of, you know, maybe somebody knows the system? You know, kind of way. You know, somebody like that to would, would they let would they roll out with Trey regardless? Is my question. Will they roll out with him regardless, if, if he's not ready, or will they will they maybe look to bring somebody else in to give him more time?
1: I think if they get rid of if they trade Jimmy G before the regular season kicks off, they will find a veteran quarterback to have comfort in case Trey is really not ready and he really week three week four kind of struggles. They are. They'll be able to have a veteran presence that they can. They can bring in to right the ship. But I think, regardless of the situation, they want to roll out Trey Lance as Week One starter.
0: And I think they should. I mean, they, you you give up what you gave up in a draft to, to go get up that high to get him. You mm-hmm. got to roll. I mean, again, he yeah. you know they roll Justin out there with much less uh office of prowess and office of weapons, and right, he's out there. So I feel like at this point you gotta. You gotta you gotta just try by fire. But yep. you know, I it, it it's gonna be a, a interesting conversation to have if they up against that. If somebody calls, let's say hypothetically, um the Vikings call, right? Just, you know, we need a, a we need somebody to play for Kirk Cousins because hes served for three weeks, right? Weeks. You know, we need somebody that's gonna come in and be able to, or you know, longer. I don't want to wish the injury on the man, but you right. know, hypothetically they call and say we need him you need him over here, right? You know, well bet, better yet. Look let's look, look at it like this. Let's say. The Browns. Let's say is suspended. Mm-hmm. See, so he eight games, and they yeah. want to be viable, in they through those eight games.
1: They mm-hmm. will swap
0: you back for it with Jimmy.
1: <laughs> but that wouldn't make. Uh, I I I wouldn't see them doing that situation because they got percent right. So let's say somebody yeah. like. Um, who can we say? Let's say somebody like Miami.
0: They two gets hurt, which is possible. Tua gets hurt, right? Tua, Tua, gets, hurt. Tua gets hurt. They yeah. get in
1: a the crunch. They go yeah. for somebody like a Jimmy G. Right. Mm-hmm. And they bring him over. Then mm-hmm. I could definitely see that situation happening. Now, that's a situation that could get scary real quick. You because, put Jimmy G in that type of offense with those oh, type of oh, weapons. I'm here for that. Sign me up. I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, tra- uh, uh, Tyreek Hill will not be catching any punt punt passes anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, look, the Rich, rich Town is there. Actually, Jimmy for Becker and a pick, I could see. I mean, I'm just saying. But I like the Dolphins idea either. It's Like if Tua get hurt and and you know in preseason or, or you know something happened with his you know something happened. I don't know, but yeah. I don't want to vision a man again, right? But, you know, if something happened and he and Jimmy ended up in Miami, that might that, Tua might be days might be numbered. Let's be real, because <laughs> Jimmy's not a Jimmy's not a quarterback that's great. retire.
1: He's still no. a young guy. Yeah, and li- so, and listen, where, where else would you want to be if your porn star Jimmy than in Miami? Oh, it's Star Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> You know, where else would you want to be as a magnificent looking specimen of a quarterback? It's Miami, so it's, you, there
0: you go. There, there, you go. It, there you go. What's happening, Rob? What's happening, <laughs> Rob? Yeah, so uh, yeah, again, that, that's I mean, we can speculate, but I think that I like the Dolphins' move even better. And he gets to go against his old team, he gets to play Evil Bill. There you go. The yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll, that'll really be interesting. So Wide-angle lens, you know. Wide-angle lens. Let's 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 jump. Let's jump ahead a little bit. Wide-angle lens. Uh, who do you have that that's a? There that wasn't a playoff team last year. That do you feel like is going to be a playoff team this year? Started with the NFC. Started with the NFC. Saints. Saints. Okay, I can give with that. Now I will say this: you got a point because that that Jarvis Landry pickup was a really
1: good one. That Jarvis pickup was a good You one. got Olave. yeah. You got Landry now, mm-hmm. and you have Michael Thomas coming back. And Calloway's no sleeper either. Call- Callaway, Marcus Calloway can play. And here's the thing that I that we've seen with Landry: mm-hmm. Landry has been really, really effective when he's able to be moved, especially into the slot. I agree with it. So Alave outside, Thomas outside. You got Callaway, but you got Landry able to work the the dirty the dirty routes, right? The intermediate short range. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's a great great pickup. A veteran presence, a dog. Thomas coming Mm -hmm. back now, having Alave. You have the comfort of having a veteran in case Alave doesn't get uh, acclimated as fast as you want. Okay, you're able to now roll with Landry, and you know Callaway has played. He has a little bit of NFL understanding, which gives mm-hmm. you a little more time to let Olave continue to learn the game.
0: I like that. But now I, was, I would argue that Jarvis Landry and Olave can play both outside and inside. I think I'm the only person that's really a truly an X receiver, where he is truly a, a boundary or field receiver. Like, he's on outside all the time. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, you can you can manipulate your offense and move them interchange those two. That's a good problem to have. So I, I I'm with you there. That's a good one. I, I definitely think uh, they can get that done. Um, yeah, I mean, that's still your thunder because I do like the Saints pick. Because I mean, I don't you know I would say that because you know four made it last year, so they're not a surprise. They could they could be the one that could go down and not make it playoffs. Right. You know what the quarterback is um, don't have no confidence. In Seattle, Arizona made it, so they're not they're not in the conversation. I don't have no any faith in Falcons or the uh or the Panthers at this point. There's they're they're definitely uh on the rebuild uh end of things for sure. Um I would probably have to say, oh my god, Rich said, I mean you know, if I even said anything, I will put this up there. <laughs> Rich said Lions. That's that's a hard, that's a hard ask. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's I can't, that's, I, can't that's, I can't get on board with that. I can't get on board with that. That's 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 a rough one. I mean that's that's, that's a hot take for real, right there. That's jumping yeah. out there, Rich. It is a hot take, yeah. Yeah, Robson NFC isn't that strong. So I think you know, yeah, they can I agree with that. They can make it. Yeah, they can make it. I say so. If it was if it isn't isn't the Warners. I gotta I gotta look at an NFC East team and I got a feeling that it might be the commanders. Fair. They was right there on the cusp. Yeah, I gotta be because I think the defense will be come back healthy. They gotta, yep. you know. They got a better quarterback. I'm not saying it's Mound the world beater, but I think if he plays solid enough, you know, with that defense being stellar as it is, I think that they can they can obviously make me be the playoffs because again, yeah. division outside of the Eagles, I think division is weak. Yeah, so they so they can, so they can they, they'll be fighting the Eagles for the division crown. Mm-hmm. I would say in, in that perspective. Okay. Yeah. Um, so AFC, who do you think AFC gonna be who gonna be the, gonna be the uh, ones to get in? Ravens. Ravens. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I think they only stymied last year because of the injury thing.
1: Yeah, they whole damn team uh, was pretty much much injured, even Lamar, right? And so they're getting everybody back. I'm really interested to see how they implement Kyle Hamilton. I think Mm -hmm. he could be a difference maker for that defense now. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so even their picks, they made a lot of great, great picks on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being said, getting their whole compliment of everybody uh, getting back healthy. Uh, I hope they've done some with that turf at uh, turf at the field, at the oh, training center. Yeah, please, some, yeah. oh, please, please, please. Somewhere else, period. Like, yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. Just just, you know, just find just find another field, you know, mm-hmm. just go go somewhere else. Um, Dallas, um, yeah. 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 yeah, well, I know, but the rest of the team makes up for if you do say Dak is better than Jalen, uh, I would go. The rest of the Eagles are better than the rest of the Cowboys.
0: There it is that part, because I believe that Dallas is going to take a step back. And I think both quarterbacks are based are, are as good as their weapons. Yes. And I bet Dallas took a step back in their weaponry and 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 Eagles took a step forward. Yes. So I would say that that Jalen's going to probably be better suited in year three to be a, a dominant quarterback than Dak is because he's going to probably stick up that step back because there's no Amari Gallup's coming off his injury. There's no Cedric Wilson. You know the O line is in shambles. Yep. I'm, yeah. And I
1: defensively, uh, uh, defensively Philly is a lot better, yeah. way ahead That's of damn. Dallas is, yeah. right now. Yeah. So yeah. But um, going back to AFC, I mm-hmm. definitely think it's, it's Baltimore because everybody's going to be coming back um healthy right and I, mm-hmm. I think that uh lamar is again i think lamar is gonna be betting on himself
2: mm-hmm. he's
1: gonna play uh he's gonna play at that level to show like yo I'm gonna command uh this money yep. and so I think the ravens are gonna be the team that we see that didn't make the playoffs last year. What what are your thoughts?
0: Uh well big shocker to Rich says Denver. Like that's a that's a shocker take like really but really? I'm gonna Captain Obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm I'm have to go with the same breath. The Chargers make it. We were one game away last year without all the, all the upgrades that we made, so oh, that's I tough. Can, see that, yeah, see that they're, they're both of those, yeah, are like right there, yeah, yeah. So I think that we make it easy. I actually I think we win a division, to be honest. But that's all. Come on.
1: Shot fire, pow and, pow. Shot oh, spot right
0: there. No, hey, let them know. Let them know. <laughs> let them know. I think we've been. They it got good.
1: everything for it. I will tell Listen,
0: you what. I I haven't. I, have I, I will hearken to say that I would. I haven't seen a roster this this stacking this deep in 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 my history of being a fan. I really haven't seen it being this good uh, on paper. I really don't. I really haven't. It's been one thing to have good starting level talent, right? But it's it's been a whole other conversation to have good depth. And I think we got, we not only got good starting talent, we got good depth. Like I said, the only oh. thing we're really missing is speed at receiver. At once, if we find a way to find somebody, you know, either in training camp or on the waiver wire, that they can, they can run, people run the defense off and kind of clear, clear the way for other things to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the sky's the limit. We just got to stay healthy. We just got to stay healthy. So I mean, I, I definitely would say that you know, just as a fan and as an analyst. I think both of those things, you know, two things can be true about me being uh, fair in my take, in the fact that I think the Chargers make it for sure. Mm. The Chargers make it for sure. So, okay, yeah, <laughs> Rich and Rich and Rob arguing because Rob is a Chargers fan, Rich is a Broncos fan, so they arguing right now about who's gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, um, we're gonna uh, get into the last topic, and then we're gonna we're gonna take a couple of questions from the chat uh, before as we wrap up. Okay. Um, so the last topic we want to talk about here, um, it's real brief, um, but um, I just found it interesting, and I'm all, I almost uh I, I I didn't get a chance to edit it because I had a hot take on this particular topic before, um, during the week that I was going to uh, upload, but I just didn't get a chance to edit it. But um, Tom Brady uh got uh some news three
1: hundred and seventy five million.
0: Yeah, got some news broken on him this week that he was going to basically be a 10-year uh assignee to the Fox Sports Network as an analyst when he retires now I, now I don't I you know clearly I'm not a I'm not a hater you know I don't I don't I don't not like this move at all I think it's great for Tom but mm-hmm. what, what gave me pause about the situation is this you know your 10 years is $375 dollars yes and it's likely more, more money he's earned as an analyst than he would as a player you know, because you know he's earned a good, decent amount of money as a player, but it ain't been three hundred seventy-five million, right? And, and it would make him the highest-paid player, um, highest-paid analyst in 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 history, right. right? But my question to me is this: what the timing of it? Because you had the retirement, on retirement, right? You had the Dolphin scandal where he was supposed to be minority owner and, and sneak back in and play quarterback for a year, and there's all this type of stuff. Now mm-hmm. all of a sudden, now he's going to be an analyst for ten years. So, mm-hmm. so. What where did it land for you when it comes down to the timing of it? Because because you know, there's a lot of questions around this situation to me. Because it's like you you why announce it now? Because Tom said it could be a situation where he plays one or two years, maybe three, depending on his health and how things go, how things break. Like if he's in a Super Bowl conversation for the next two or three years, he could also be mm-hmm. paid mm-hmm. that long. So why you why would you make a make an announcement that randomly three could which could be three years out? so what how do you how, what did the timing land for you that was that was my
1: question uh it, it landed to me um how can i say it it's the calculated thought process and strategy that we've seen from tom brady right okay. and so it's leverage it mm-hmm. really is leverage and it keeps the buzz of does he come back or does he not you know, I do believe that there when people have say there's a little bit of. How can I say this? I want to keep my name relevant with Tom Brady, right? I, 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 I want to stay in the limelight. I want to stay in the forefront. Well, this is one of those situations because. It's 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 a thin line between becoming aggravating and interesting. And Tom Brady is right there on. Getting to the okay, this is aggravating. I lie Brett Farr. Mm. Like, dude, either leave or play. <laughs> right? Yeah. Leave or play. But at but don't keep with this um, ah oh, you know, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna retire again. Because you played that card now. You played the All retirement right. come back, mm. and people have kind of been like, Okay, got it. You you wanted to walk away, Bruce Arian situation. Um and everything that happened with that. And now you came back, got the Miami situation. So I think it's leverage. I think it's the calculation of, hey, this is going to keep my my name in the forefront. Mm-hmm. This season goes by, you know you can walk away and people are like, oh, is he going to leave? Is he going to stay? Da, da, da. It's like either way, he's, he's good because he has something to walk into. Um, and I think Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, uh, Peyton and Eli made it Peyton, Eli, Tony Romo, mm-hmm. and Troy Aikman, made and, and Steve Young,
2: mm-hmm. made
1: it a perfect ceiling for Tom Brady, right? High intellect quarterbacks, uh, especially Peyton and Eli, with mm-hmm. what they did last year, you know, being able to transition to, oh, we have personality, even Eli, uh, Peyton, Personality, being fun loving, being enjoyable and knowing the game and breaking it down from a very sh- cerebral place and then seeing Tom with uh, Tom and Grunk again going to Tampa Bay. He's shown more personality. You've seen him laughing. You've seen him open up. I think it's been a great transition. It shows us that Tom does have another side to him besides what we thought was the machine mm-hmm. um, before. Right. And so uh I think it's good and I think it's perfect. And as uh Rich said, the timing was clear. I think it's really just leverage for him. Um And that's that's what's going to play out for announcing it now, because I think it is. I think it's this year and he runs it back and then he walks away.
0: OK, so you're saying that basically that he's done
1: after this year, regardless. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think he's, I think this is, this is it for him. I think, okay. I think, uh, I, I think he's, he's, he's seen the writing on the wall. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't see him being 47, 48 years old still mm-hmm. playing. Right? Okay. You can, you can, you can extend father time, mm-hmm. but really, as at some point, you got to answer. You got to answer, and do you want to do all that it takes? to be ready for the NFL, uh-huh. you know, uh, season mentally and physically. And he's done it for this long, man. And so kudos to him. Mm-hmm. But I think we're signing that contract with retiring, knowing that his family, his kids, they're getting up in age. They're mm-hmm. they, they kind of want, you know, him around. I think his son, I don't know what his son is doing, but I think that his son means a lot to him. And at the age that his son is, I think he wants to be there and have that kind of flexibility. So, uh, yeah, the (laughs) noodle arm about to (laughs) give out. That's one thing that we will say, have not seen his arm decrease. He never had a cannon, but his his level and velocity,
0: Mm -hmm. if you've
1: ever talked about minimal drop.
0: It It hasn't changed.
1: Yeah. yeah, he's never he's never been a long ball throw. He's always been an intermediate, and you can do that. You can still throw. You can still sling. So he saved his arm because he's never really had to. Well, he ain't never
0: had a receiver. outside of Randy Moss is to get over the top like that. So he exactly had a lot of deep balls. Yeah, So exactly that's, that's another
1: thing. But yeah, so what's your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts with the announcement?
0: I, I got a little more of a conspiracy theory take on it, but Come I mean, I see, let's I see talk it. about it. I see all y'all takes on it. Y'all have valid points. So, and I and I would say I think part of what Rich said was right. I think it, it could be the time was clear and it could be leverage, but uh, but I don't think it was leverage to get a better salary from Tampa Bay because he's never been a type of person, especially these Tampa Bay years, trying to gather a bunch of money up to especially with this new deal he has. He got 10 years, 375 million dollars on the table, waiting for him in the winning moment he retires. So it's not about the money to me. Right. You, your wife make more money than you, so you you good. Yeah. So and if you, you decide to divorce, you can have. Yeah. Give, me <laughs> <So>. <laughs> give me half eddie give me half eddie give me half, half eddie so i don't think it's about that i think it's i would say that you know one, it's a it, it got it kind of a it kind of landed negatively for me because if i'm a teammate looking at this like you know it, it's almost like it, again to use you, your point it's a calling card to say that i'm probably done after this year right you're know, basically given you didn't say it to your team, but you know, the team's looking at like, you know, we're trying to do something special here, and, you know, we might need one to two years to get it done, and you're basically saying, what I was saying is you're retiring, and okay. it was Fox that broke the news, it wasn't Tom. Tom just retweeted it, but he right. didn't break the news himself, Fox did. So you gotta look at that from that space as well. So Fox was it- itching to tell people that we got Tom Brady, you know, but he Tom wasn't, you know, screaming at the heavens to say, I did it. You know, I'm sure he was okay with them breaking the news, but it wasn't right. deal, but my conspiracy theory take on it is this: you know, outside of what he what he's what he's doing, you know, as a as a teammate and as a as the quarterback of the Bucs, he's he cause right now he's the quarterback of the Bucs. He's not a anything else. He's not a minority owner of the Dolphins. He's not an analyst for the Fox. He's the quarterback for the for the Buccaneers, and it's the, it does play kind of funny if you kind of know that you know he his days are dwindling, and you sooner or later you're not gonna have Tom Brady as your quarterback anymore, right? Whether he can play or not. But I think it was more of a sense that the, the timing of it to me, whether when whenever, whenever he was going to do it, the timing of it to me was a kind of a a, a space where he can get himself out of the media uh, detention of the Miami situation. Okay, he's still talking about the whole idea of you know him being a minority owner and soliciting Sean Payton for to be the coach, and he would going and play quarterback for a year, try to you know take them to the promised land and be a minority owner and and be down with Stephen Ross. So because that. That whole situation, you know, is going to become up. It could come up to be a legal issue at some point. Right. He like, I, I signed a deal with Fox. I don't, I don't need, I, listen, I had no consensus of being anywhere near the Dolphins organization. Cause it's still, at this point it's conjecture. We don't know for sure, but that's the rumor that he, yeah. that, that, he that that was going to happen.
1: Cause he definitely can't as an active player. He can't have any type of ownership stake right. equity right. at all uh, then, in any NFL team.
0: And, and from a legal standpoint, like what does that mean if you signed a 10-year deal with Fox? Can you have minority ownership in the league and be an analyst? I don't know. can you play in both arenas? I don't know. That's another question, too. So if he can't, then it automatically lets you know that I'm tied to Fox for 10 years. I have nothing to do with NFL. I'm an analyst of the NFL and that's a subsidiary of the NFL. But what that doesn't that that clearly 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 clears me of the space of dealing with anything that has to do with the dolphins.
1: Mm, that so would I, be interesting because I remember hearing something about A Rod. Talking about that. And he mentioned something about he couldn't with baseball, but that's why he bought a base a basketball team. So
0: mm-hmm. I,
1: that would be interesting to say, even if you're out of the league, I um think it's
0: a conflict of interest. I do. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a conflict of interest because you're working for Fox under contract for Fox, and then you're minority owner because they almost could say you could your media takes could be swing or mm, and,
1: no. good point. Good so point. I
0: think, I think it's a conflict of interest. So I don't good think it's point. Can do- so that makes me that to me that believes that the timing of it lets me know that he wanted to get he wanted to distance himself from Stephen Ross. Mm.
1: That's, that's my point. Take. That's Good my point. Take. Good point.
0: That's my Good take on it. So to wrap up real quick, uh okay. we got we got a couple of people in the chat. So uh give, give us uh I say two questions a piece that you want to ask us. Uh, we'll ask them real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, All
1: right. so uh throw 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 the questions over here.
0: Okay, so we got one from Ross. Rob said, What ranking would you put Brady currently in quarterback ranking right now?
1: Right now, Mm -hmm. I would put him around sixth. Six? Yeah.
0: I I question who you put in in five ahead.
1: Yeah. So I would go Joe Burrow. So and no particular ranking. Okay. um, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Josh Allen. Okay. Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert. Uh, do 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 That's four. I feel like I'm missing someone.
0: You mean missing Josh Allen? But I was you know. Did you miss <laughs> someone
1: else? No, I I had I had Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, okay. Justin Herbert, okay. uh, Joe Burrow, hey, and I feel like there's somebody.
0: Aaron. I know you don't. That's such a very personal world, but in talent wise. I mean yes no. Aaron
1: I could go Aaron four okay. and that okay. puts Brady at five
0: well actually that's that's six because you had yeah. you had uh you had Burrow Patrick, Burrow Patrick Mahomes Josh yeah it's five so that would yeah. Be six. okay yeah uh I mean I mean right now like uh, it's tough I mean I it's it's you know, I I would say for sure. I mean, that might say Matt Stafford, he, he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Nobody
1: said Matt Stafford's name either, but hell no, though. Uh, oh, okay. Hell no. I mean, not I, in my rankings. Hell no. He ain't I'm better than. He ain't better than damn Brady. Yeah. I, you know, I'm sorry. I was a little aggressive with that. You was. Give me, little forgive little me bit, Stafford. But, you're a good quarterback. Uh, yes. i not You're a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Put some respect on your name. You're hmm. a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Okay. I feel bad now because I didn't put Russell. You didn't. People <laughs> sleep on Russell. You did. You did sleep feel, on Russell.
0: You didn't. Um I am gonna I'm gonna do this by 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 uh I guess you could say a head to head pause matchup. You right. know, if, if I had to if I had matched up Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady, Tom I don't think Patrick Mahomes has beat Tom Brady yet. So I'm gonna no. take Tom Brady over Patrick Mahomes in a head to head matchup. Okay. So he has to be above Homer Mahomes for me. Um, I feel like for some reason, I mean, although I feel like he might be a more athletic quarterback, what I would say that if Russell and Brady head to head, with Russell would lose that one too. Okay, I know he we, I know he beats Aaron head to head. He's done it several times.
1: Walks a dog but, on Aaron.
0: Exactly. So I would say it, uh, Josh Allen did beat beat be Brady head to head. Josh Allen ahead of him. He did. Um, selfishly, I would put Justin ahead of him. So that's that makes him three at least. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, who's the who's the other one? Did we are we missing? So, so I put I, I, I had Burrow, Justin. Okay, he had yeah, Brady. He's not beating Brady. Brady head to head. So I'm gonna say he's better than Burrow. So I will would, would have him for me. He's three. Okay. He's, he's three or four. Yeah, three, three, three. He's three for me. That's okay. what he is for me. He's three so who's three. your first two? Uh, uh, Josh and Justin. Gotcha. Yeah, Josh and Justin. So okay. Yeah. If Rob made a comment earlier, he says, too bad that we don't play Tampa Bay this year because we get to see Justin play against Brady one time before they end, if he retires. But yeah, I don't right. think we to say it. Right. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But uh, yeah, so I would say to me, Brady's three. I mean, he's, okay. three, you know, it, it just for, I mean, you know, you know, one game, four-it-all, playoff-type atmosphere, I, I can't bet against Brady in most cases. I Fair. can't. Fair. I can't. So he's, he's three for me. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, so what we got? Uh, okay, Rob got another. He said he said way too early Super Bowl predictions, matchup predictions.
1: Oh man, that is oh that is early. Um, Super Bowl predictions. All right, so from the AFC. Oh man, from the AFC. You know what? I'm gonna stay with the home team. I'm gonna go Chargers. Okay. I'm going to go Chargers uh for AFC, NFC. Now, this is interesting. I'm still my thunder because I got a feeling you're going to do, do it. I was sitting there <laughs> getting it. Like I, I can't wait to break this news. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll say the Rams running back. Damn it. I knew going to do that.
0: <laughs> I was just all, all so fired Super Bowl. That's what I was going to say. An yeah. all so Super Bowl in the Rams and uh in the Rams, the Rams in the in the Chargers. Yeah. It's just a year late because remember, the Super Bowl was in so far last year. So right. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Super Bowl's in in where's the Super Bowl this year? Is it in LA? It's in it Vegas. Vegas. Is Vegas? Vegas? Yeah. So that'd be ironic. That we beat we beat the Rams in Vegas Stadium. That the Raiders Stadium. That would that would that would, that would kill Raiders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, yes. To see the Chargers yes. win in their Super in their new stadium. Yes. Oh, that would kill them. That would kill him. Yes. But if, if I had to if I had to choose something that's not that uh, uh Homer-ish, I would say maybe the Chargers in the in the in the in the uh in the uh, uh not the Buccaneers, yeah, the Buccaneers. Chargers okay. and Buccaneers. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Tom Brady goes out with one last run and plays the Chargers in the Super Bowl, and then he gets beat by Justin.
1: Mm. Fair, yeah. fair, yeah.
0: fair. Were you really gonna say the Chargers and the Rams? I was, no lie. I was gonna say all LA Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. We didn't I even was. talk about that. We didn't, we didn't, because that's that's crazy. crazy. That's a question Rob has. So we couldn't have discussed it previously. That's crazy. Yeah, I was that's gonna say crazy. I was gonna say and Bill, Rams. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, Rich, you got any questions for us before we roll out? Yeah. Rich, Rich said Bills versus Rams in the Super Bowl. That's what his. That's his pick.
1: I can see it. I can see it. I can yep. see it. Von Miller. Von Miller goes back to back to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. yeah, and plays his old team. Yep. Yep. I see that. Okay.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. That is fair. Josh Allen arrives. You got uh, Stefan Diggs, and who's the other receiver that they they picked up?
0: But I guess they got Gabriel Davis. Um, I think they picked up a guy. it wasn't a free agency. I feel like it was uh in the draft. Um, uh, I'm me right now. Let me look.
1: Yeah, I felt yeah. like they they finally picked up because I know Emmanuel Sanders used to be there. You, he,
0: he was the number two receiver. Yes, he was. But they yeah. uh, moved on from him. I think. Um. Oh, they got they got Khalil Shakir, uh, the the receiver, the slot receiver, um, in the draft. Yeah, they got okay. him. Yeah. Okay. So so Gabriel Davis goes to number two, and, and Khalil's number three. Okay. Uh, and Isaiah McKenzie's number four. Oh, James Crow, James the Crow. They got James the Crow too. Oh,
1: mm, okay. Yeah, okay. James Crowder, too. Yeah. Okay. And both and of the defense with
0: uh, uh Miller with uh, Vaughn.
1: Vaughn.
0: Yeah, that pass was right. So yeah, yeah, they, they they got all the pieces. They 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 right ready, and they got um. They they got OJ Howard from the Buccaneers as a second tight end, too. So that's another mm, weapon.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yep. This, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they they filled that uh that vacancy in, in the other corner spot with Khalil Aline, too. Khalil mm. Aline, cornerback.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, Bills so out here being sneaky. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry. Rich got a question. So what do you think the Chargers need to do to, to get Justin to elevate to elevate players? You know, I don't really think that he need he he doesn't elevate players at all. I think that yeah. I think that he needs a better defense. You know, I think that I think you know this, just by his numbers in his first two years as a quarterback has been record breaking. You know, I don't think he is a situation where he needs to elevate the, the. I think they need to catch up to him. Yeah, honestly, I think that he they need to catch up to him as far as one being a better defense and giving him more opportunities at at having to at possessing the ball. One and you know establish him a running game. You know. Yeah. To, to give him something uh, to rely on when he, you know, when he's being, you know, pressured or anything like that, or he's, uh, the receivers aren't getting open, things of that nature. I think they need to um, do that for him. I, but I think he's right where he needs to be on yeah. You know, that's not that's, that's not me being, you know, biased. I think that's truly based on one of the numbers that he's broken, you know, records his first two seasons, you know, as far as being an, uh, an elite passer, and that he's already up there um, as having the most touchdowns as a Chargers quarterback. Yeah, uh, in, in one season, like he's 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 passed Drew Brees, and for the was already in two seasons. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I just I think that he really they just need to catch up to him if you get him a solid defense and allow him to possess the ball and give him a balanced offense. I think he can win the MVP. Yeah, I think
1: the, I think uh, I think the one thing is that they they have a another running back to complement Eckler in yeah. case what we saw last year happened, right. where Eckler went down for an extended amount of time.
0: Agreed. Agreed for sure. So yeah, he's the for the to be able to see in the same light in the same league as Manning, Allen, and Mahomes. Well, I mean I think he's right there. I do. I really do. I mean, I, you know, Manning is a whole different conversation, but Allen yeah, you are,
1: gotta put him, you gotta put yeah, Manning yeah. on his own yeah, home pedestal. But I think yeah,
0: yeah. that from a from a talent perspective, I think he can do with but both of those. Without a doubt. His, those are his contemporaries. I think he can do it with Josh Allen and Mahomes right now. And he's proven he can do it with Mahomes. I mean he dealt he do deal with Mahomes' his first game starting. Yeah. You know, yeah. in the pandemic year in so far, they 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 went head to head. It went to overtime. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think I honestly truly think he's right there.
1: Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely on par uh right now, mm-hmm. you know, with them. As far as being able to put them on the field You yeah. feel like you have a chance mm-hmm. and a very damn good chance. Oh, yeah. you got it to put Herbert right there
0: absolutely absolutely and, and brandon said it's echoed the same sentiment he said that you know when you when you got a guy like justin justin uh herbert you always got a chance
1: without a doubt you always got a chance so now with the coach you're gonna struggle uh mm-hmm. you know with staley he could have done a better job but herbert no not, yeah, not his, without a
0: decision making yeah there's fourth down analytics kind of hurt us in certain spaces but stay away from fourth down well, it wouldn't fall down in your own territory. Let's right. like I, I can argue, you can argue the, whole decisions in the red zone, but not on our, right. own, not a, not our own 20. Let's right. not go down, this not going down the 20, right? Right, yeah, right, yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with you, Robin. A lot of people see the light of him already. I, I think he's right there. I think he's right there. So, all right,
1: any other questions before we get out of here? Yeah, Going once going twice anymore. Any other questions you got for us? Mm. We're available.
0: Yep. See, watch what he does this season. If the defense lives up and stays healthy, oh man, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing.
1: Let let um let your boy stay healthy coming off that end. Khalil. Uh, oh no. Um. Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that could be that could be deadly. If you get if you get any semblance of Khalil being the player that we know he can be with mm-hmm. Bosa, oh man, oh mm-hmm. man, oh man, come on. And Look you got Derwin James coming back and. Let's say this. That was a great pickup of another Seminole and um, the DB. J.C. Jackson? No, no, no. Oh, that's a crazy one. No, mm-hmm. he was a rookie last year.
0: Oh, 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 uh, Zade. Sunday oh,
1: man, come mm-hmm. on. That. Yeah. And now you pair James with J- – listen, I am telling you, I'm going to call it now. Mm-hmm. They will be, if not the number one safety tandem, top two in the oh. NFL. JC Jackson and Jaron Jer- and,
0: and James. That's that secondary. They call it the danger zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <But then, laughs> you got they you, should you, play that at the game.
0: Yeah, the danger zone solved for top gun. Yeah. Yep. So they saying because you got JC Jackson, Sonny Samuel, you got Br- Bryce Callahan, you got Mike Davis as at four corners. You got JT Woods. We just drafted. You got uh, Nasser Adderley and Darren James in the secondary. Yeah. I mean, again, that's a like the depth of this team right now from every position. is, I haven't seen it before. In my yeah. in my 20 yard year, 25, 20, 30 years of being a Chargers fan. Yeah. And I've I, I have not seen it be, be this deep. So mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. I just can't wait. I just I just need to get into camp, get a stoop camera, get us stays healthy, and the sky's the limit. I really do. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah, I yeah, I'm the club. Well, it's it's the same, it's been the same song. And I think that you know, when, um as far as us losing games at the end of the season, mm-hmm. you know, it, it the the I think COVID screwed us out of the Texans game because we lost a bunch of guys to COVID in one week. Yeah. Texans. Um, And then again, again, we won. I think we won the game in between that. But then the game, the last game of the season, we laid a egg egg against the Raiders because, again, we couldn't stop a cold from the perspective. Right. And it's just, again, you know, and we, we, people started to figure out that we had a big issue at right tackle. Mm -hmm. Max Crosby ate our right tackles for lunch every play you know, for, for lack of a better term, and it just was a bad situation. You know, right. a lack of a running game was going to hurt you as well because I'll, I'm always, you know, no matter how advanced we get in the NFL as far as it being a passing league, you got to have a solid running game to close out games. Right. You got you to gotta have a solid running game to close out games. If you don't have that, you're one-dimensional and you're weak on one side of your line, mm-hmm. that's going to be a disaster. And, that's what, and it really is up your head at the end of the season. Yep. So if you can avoid those pitfalls with Justin being a quarterback, I think we'll be fine.
1: Without a doubt, that's very true. Very
0: true. Yeah. So, all right, fellas, we appreciate y'all coming through, man. As always, you know, as um, you know, as our live viewers, you know, appreciate y'all supporting us each and every week. Uh, for those listening to us on replay, our replay goes live on all platforms on Monday mornings at eleven a.m. Replay on YouTube if you want to watch it live and watch the video. It is live right after the podcast. So, yep. Until next Saturday, we'll be right back here at always nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, giving you sports talk with Coach and Kurt. I am Coach Stevens. That's Coach Curry. Until next week, we will see you when you see you. Step up and lock it down.